Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Possibility. Right, Tanya, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Doing really well, Adam, and it's a real privilege and honor to be on your podcast. And I know you're all about positivity, and that's what I'm about too. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm really, I'm really grateful that you you're on the podcast and it's really good to connect with you. And I think like you're basically the um CEO of Champagne Life Coaching. You've been involved in business. Uh you've also worked in like the hair salon industry and now you're in coaching. Like kind of what's you know, tell a bit more about yourself, like your story, kind of how you kind of got into all this. Okay, so yeah, I was born in South Africa. I live in the UK. I uh, married an Englishman uh, 20, good 28 years ago. Um, and you asked how I got into it. Basically, three, three years ago, my husband passed away tragically, quickly. And I was just thrown into a world of darkness. And I, uh, a domino effect of losing my home, financially stretched, you know, um, loss of identity, loss of love, and all this tangible loss caused me to to realize, and even though I was in the beauty industry as a beauty therapist, beauty lecturer, I, I realized that no matter how beautiful you are on the outside or how you make yourself beautiful on the outside, on the inside, you can feel so, so ugly. <laughs> And so I thought, well, if there is makeup to make us look better and clothes to make us feel better, there has to be techniques to make the inside feel better. And so I started looking within and all I had left in my mind at that time, my life was my feminine insight, my gut, my intuition, my belief that there has to be a way to survive all this darkness and get through it. There has to be a light at the end of the tunnel and I was going to do my utmost to to find that light. And so what I did was through the, the last three years, I started becoming very mindful and very present of what my mind and body was saying to me. And I started writing it down and journalizing and then formulating this into a strategy and a technique that could help me get through each day. And I came up with the name Champagne Life Coaching because champagne is symbolic of taking a grape, something just normal, and making it into something beautiful, luxurious, and effervescent, and and something that can symbolize your wins, your gratitude for those wins and doing it with the people you love 
and, and so I thought if I built my business around that theory, getting out from something ordinary or something dark and making it into something luxurious, you know, something that you can celebrate, I found that using the celebrate formula, which is a formula that's been formulated for champagne life coaching. And it's based on each letter of celebrate, celebrate. And each letter is a module. Do you want me to share one of the modules with you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So CEL on celebrate, when you get to the L, it actually means liquid gold confidence now i don't know about you but when i'm going through a trial or, or something really stressful i i feel my confidence seems to go down <laughs> and so in order just not to have confidence i thought we need liquid gold confidence because if you look at something that's gold and it's made into a mold, a ring, or an earring, it's still got elements of lead and elements of impurity to strengthen it. And I thought, well, that's okay, because confidence is okay. But if we have pure liquid gold confidence, you can reflect purely what's on the inside, and you can make the invisible become the visible. And you can take you know, your expression and deepen it with impression by making yourself face your fears, elevate your respect, and just, you know, basically take the intangible and make it tangible. And so that's what the one module was all about. And I, I believe in the last three years, I've, I've done that going from losing my home, losing my husband, losing my identity, financially stretched to building a business and helping executives, CEOs, founders, and especially females to go into their feminine side and use their gut, use their intuition, use this to get them through trials. And so that's where I am today. And that's how I met you. And I'm really privileged. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's such an awesome story and journey I think that you've been on. And like mm -hmm. you mentioned, you know, having multiple losses, having things not work out and, you know, certain life events happen, you know, which they have happened with yourself. And then, kind of taking you know that and those experiences and channeling that energy you know into, into creating something you know and uh, you mentioned which is I think a really big thing you know people we create this mask we like you said you know no matter how you look on the outside people you know you you might how you feel on the inside might not reflect how you kind of look on the outside that makes sense people yeah sometimes don't always see that you know people see others you know they look great but then you you can't always see what's going on inside really and i think that's that's a, you know that's something that we have to work with as being human isn't it we put up on a front but you know we have to deal with what's going on in the inside if that makes sense and you know you've kind of turned around these events that have happened and you know created a business and to helping other people and you know using your experience you know with, with that as well yeah you're so right when you say you've got to take your experience you've got to take your story and, and and you've got to make it work for someone else out there who may need that inspiration and to lose to lose my husband who was with me from the age of literally 14 years old right up until 44 so i lost him when i was 44 it, it, it was a lifetime of investment it was a lifetime of goals it was a it, it was your whole life can just flash before you and and you can you can choose you know adam is a choice you can choose to let the darkness envelop you or you can choose to take each step 
and celebrate each step. I mean, after after Don died, just to to get up in the morning, you know, just to wake up and open your eyes and and, and get out of bed was a big win for me. And then to take the step of just to go out for a walk or, or take the step of to um, re start reading positive stuff. These are all little steps, but they all add up. It's like stitches in a garment or the bubbles in the effervescence of a glass of, 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 of champagne. They will, it's all those bubbles that make the effervescence and it's the little bubbles and it's the little bubbles that we celebrate in life the getting out of the bed the you know the, the the reading of that book the the five minute walk so it's not about taking giant leaps it's about taking small steps and then celebrating those small steps and each step is that journey that gets you closer to where you want to be and make the intangible tangible yeah no definitely and i think like you said there's those small steps which are big steps in themselves aren't they really and like you said when you lost your partner um you know getting just getting out of bed just doing the normal things you know little things you know quite difficult but you know it's it's those things that we can't take for granted because just you know going for a small walk getting up in the morning you know for for some people that is really really difficult based on whatever scenario um and i think it's really important you know like you said to be to be grateful and to keep that in mind isn't it really because it's, it's those one percent you know it's, it's those like i said those, those small bubbles and like this you know the champagne for example um yeah. it's it's all in the stitches in the garment it's, it's it's all those things that kind of tie in together and if you can't do those small things how are you going to be able to do the other things if you know so it all, all kind of interconnects really doesn't it yeah and and i love the i love the way that um we find gratitude you know i read i um, i had a tweet come up from jim um is it jim quick yeah he, yeah jim said, quick yeah yeah he said um today be grateful for the problems you don't have and I didn't realize that when I was going through this dark period and celebrating each little moment, like you said, getting out of bed or eating properly or, or getting closer to where I wanted to be in having this business, um, you, you just think to yourself, well, I'm still alive. I've still got my eyesight. I've still got my hearing. I've still got my legs. I'm still able to breathe. I'm still able to help another human being. I'm still, you know, I'm still this whole person that can serve. And when you find that you are grateful for those little things, which I, which I didn't, I didn't actually know how. I didn't know how to be grateful for the things, the little things. I always felt that only when the big things came along in life, you know, the big wins, the big job, the graduation, you know, the, 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 the money. I always thought that was the win. But that lesson of finding happiness in seeing a bird fly across your head when you're walking or to see the intensity of a green grass or, or to see the strength of, a dandelion growing through the brick of a wall coming that you're walking past um you're looking at these things from another point of view and you start seeing nature you start feeling more gratitude and you start being present in that moment instead of thinking about the past what it was like or maybe what the future will be like and what you don't have anymore but just being in the present and celebrating they even got to a point where I was saying, right, you need to find gratitude in the tarmac you're walking on. You need to find gratitude in the stone that's just flipped up on front, in front of your foot. And that taught me to, to just have this habit of finding gratitude in everything and not seeing things negatively, even though they'd still come up, negative things do come up. 
but the habit of being present, being grateful, celebrating, building your confidence, elevating your respect, building emotional intelligence, and just being a better person to serve other people. Yeah, most definitely. And I think like you said, taking notice is a big thing. And I think, you know, during, you know, COVID and things like that, I think that's one thing that stood out for me as well, like, you know, being grateful for what you do have and looking at what you do have opposed to what you don't have. And I think we kind of live in that society where sometimes, you know, we, we are chasing the money or we're chasing whatever it is that we think is going to buy happiness. And, mm. you know, to, to some degree, like it's okay to do that, but I think, you know, you have to be realistic and be grateful. And if you're just always tied into that, chasing the next thing you're mm. kind of trying to fill a void almost that's that can't be filled and if you can look at the things that you know appreciate the small things you know and like you said like the wind the birds nature you know mm. being grateful because we are connected you know it's all energy we're connected to people nature what goes on around us mm. and like you said it's appreciate you know i, I do it with trees i like you know see a tree and i think mm. you know wow it's that you know or plants that didn't start off like that you know it was a seed and it grew and it had to go through the elements to get to where it is and that's like you know people in life isn't it so it gives you that perspective almost and you know like you said being grateful for getting up in the morning and having your health and you know a roof over your head whatever it is um your eyesight your hearing because you know there's many people out there that might not have that um you know for whatever circumstance and we have to be grateful for our lives and you know notice those small things and you know it might be opening the door for somebody it might be saying hello or smile or whatever it might be it's it all kind of has that uh effect doesn't it and being present you know like you said is is definitely definitely key for your mental emotional well-being you know this kind of goes on really well yeah I mean if it wasn't for I mean because Don passed away in 2018 um I, I lost my home 2019 I there was an investigation an inquest I was financially stressed I was depressed I went on antidepressants I couldn't think straight so 2019 I was actually literally not there you know what I mean I was there as a person but not there yeah and then just as I was coming right January February March you know of 2020 I was about to open a beauty salon here in in, in the UK in the area I live um and I was going to start a new life and it was about it was going to be open on the 17th of April 2020 and of course we went into lockdown and, and then I had to grieve because I was coming out of the shock and I was starting to grieve and realize and then the shock of COVID and then the shock of not being able to get my salon going, my beauty salon. And then I thought, what, what can I do? You know, instead of thinking about what I can't do and what I've lost, what can I find? And what can I be? And I think just asking those two questions made an impact. So I thought to myself, well, I've used these strategies of being present and, and finding the positive and just keep going. How can I use that to help somebody else and in what area? And I thought, well, I, I, I've been, you know, I've had my own companies I've, at a school where I've lectured as a beauty therapist, I've, I'm a lect I've been lecturing in, in, in schools and colleges and, and I've also had beauty salons and I was a mobile therapist. And I just thought, I, I, you know, being thrown into being a widow and, and the vulnerability of being alone without your partner, which you've had since you were 14 you know, years old, you feel this vulnerability and, and I thought, who feels the most vulnerable in the world in the workplace? But they don't, they don't want um, misplaced sympathy or misplaced pity. They just need, they are unsung heroes in the workplace. And I thought of when once I was with a charity, 
and I was doing executive work and there was some issues with the, you know, the trustees and things like that. And, and, and I was the only woman <laughs> sitting on the board and there was like 20 men and I'm, I'm talking a good 15, 15 years ago. And, 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 and the vulnerability that I felt as a widow and the vulnerability that I felt in that position. And I thought, right, put the two together, help executive directors who are advocating for their team and advocating for the board and the shareholders and take these things that you've learned because at the end of the day, no matter what degree they have, these women, or no matter what status they have or how strong they are, at the end of the day inside, we're still women. We still feel as women. And we're still going to have issues in relationships. We're still going to have issues at work. We're still going to have death. We're still maybe going to have more wars. How do you help these women stay in their workplace, but coming from a place of strength that I felt that I came from and helping them get through all these personal issues, but stay in the workplace, stay stable and not lose because so many people are like, you know, committing suicide because of not finding a solution or not having somebody to, 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 to hold you up or be a pillow, you know. Uh, and, and so executive directors came to mind. And so 2020, what can I find? I'm going to find a way to be a life coach, study. I, I got online studied I studied every day morning till night I got my hours in I, I got a distinction in being a life coach and um, I got my uh, certificate I started I'd never been on social media right up until 20 the end of 2020 I had I didn't know what Facebook was I didn't know what Instagram was I, I knew nothing I had to start learning all these platforms and because my budget was so tight, I started looking for free online courses. And of course, the beauty of COVID was that there was a lot of courses out there to help people learn this so they can, when COVID ended, they can go back into the work situation. And so I started doing, I must have done about 10 or 20 courses on social media, thinking ability, um, the brain, psychology, you know, and I put all that together in my business and developed the formula called called celebrate and it's a nine module which helps people to stay in the workplace leaders founders but to keep their dignity emotional intelligence work with teams on a um empathetic you know with empathy level so that's what happened in 2020 and 2021. I took the whole year 2021 and just did volunteering work. So um, anybody who wanted to be coached, <laughs> I, I coached them and I, I, I got the experience. And then basically around about January this, you know, I, this year, I monetized the, the business. So it was baby steps. It was a lot of learning. It was a lot of sacrifice. But I found more than I'd lost. That's really the point. Yeah, no, I, I think it's incredible, you know, like the, the resilience that you've gained and the momentum you've built in you know, the period of time. And I think, like, like you said, you've had your business and the salon you was going to launch in COVID and then COVID yeah. hit. And then that was another knockback. And then you know, it was a shocking experience with COVID, you know, on top of, you know, your loss of your partner and, and everything else that came with it. And mm. and then deciding on what is it I'm going to do and then turning to working on yourself and then taking your experience and putting it into something and, and building on that. And, like, I think the key thing, like, is being accountable isn't it? taking accountability for your situation and mm. doing something about it in a positive way yeah. and then kind of doubling down on that and you know launching what you're doing and then 
you know volunteering and, and coaching people and getting that experience isn't it because that's how things there's a pro you know there's a process to it and that's how things work and that's something that i learned as well that we can't click our fingers and get to xyz there's that those steps and that process but you, you can look back on that and kind of see the growth and you know where you are now and what you're doing and helping other people and uh sometimes in life we have to go through those situations don't we we have to go through that process to become you know it's a bit like a a butterfly almost you know it's like you you kind of go through that that process yeah um and that's something that i can relate to as well i love that analogy adam i mean it's transformation isn't it i mean you transform from a hairy worm <laughs> to yeah. to this this beautiful delicate but strong butterfly and i, I once read the story if you don't like me if you don't mind me yes yeah, that um there was the pupa of the, the the butterfly and somebody saw it and the butterfly was trying to get out of the pupa so they they took a scissors and actually cut the pupa to make it easier for the butterfly and when the butterfly emerged it couldn't fly it, it couldn't fly because apparently the whole process as you mentioned the process of struggling the process of of pushing persevering under severe hardship especially that butterfly it didn't strengthen its wings because while it's trying to get out of the pupa, it's actually strengthening its wings so that it's able to fly. And, and I think that's what happened through the last three years. You know, I changed from, my whole identity changed from being, you know, a wife and, and a supporter and to, to being a widow and, and single and no support and, 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 and no home and no, no, no financial support and, and just boom. So I had to literally transform and that fight, that fight to get out of the situation and know that I'm going to become something better made me able to fly. It wasn't easy, but here we are. I'm talking to you and I'm alive to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I think that's a really, it's a really strong story, isn't it? You know, like with the butterfly and, you know, your story as well. And I think it's that, you know, if you make the process easier, you know, at the early stages, it's not, you know, it, like you said, the ending, the end stage won't be the same. There has to be that struggle sometimes in, in life, sometimes for, you know, I, I believe open up for a reason. Um, but, you know, like I, I'm, it's sad when, things do happen to people i'm not I'm, but i mean like you know in that process there's there's something within that that's going to propel you isn't isn't they into some something else and you can take that experience and you can help other people and give back and provide value and there are other people who have probably gone through similar situations to yourself who can find inspiration and know that there is, you know, a, a light at the end of the tunnel, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, because that when that caterpillar is in the pupa and it's actually transforming, it's a mess. It's just a mess. It's cool. It has no form. And, and if any of your community or anyone out there listening to this, you feel like you're in a mess or you've got no form, you've got no direction, you just don't know where you're going, just know that the next step is transformation. Just, just know that if you keep pushing through it and you keep, you know, finding a way, you know, ha have a coach, have a mentor, have someone you trust to speak to, 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 to give you that formulated guidance and, and that pillar, you know, cause I mean, I have coaches and I have mentors and, you know, you, you cannot get through that gooey, messy stage and transform without the support of other people, a parent, and, you know, someone you trust, a mentor, a coach, 
or just talking. Yeah, no, I strongly agree. I think that's so true. Is that we need other people to have their input and to you know hold us accountable to kind of challenges maybe in some way make us look at things because we you know we all have blind spots as human beings and sometimes we need people to mm. kind of you know have their direction their perspective and you know that can be difficult sometimes because but there's only growth in that isn't there really and if you're helping other people we need that ourselves as well yeah i mean just to give you an, an integrated example you know, we mentioned being present. I mean, you know, there's a lot out there, be present, but how do you do it? Well, as a coach, I've got a formula that's called five, four, three, two, one. And you just stop and you, what, you look at five things you see, you look at four things you hear, and you take that in, absorb that, and then you focus on three things that you can feel, whether it's emotionally or literally with your hands. And then two things that you can, that there's a scent, a smell, and then even one thing you taste. And if there's not one thing you can't taste, then think of a taste that gives you, you know, happiness or pleasure. And just, if you just stop and do that in the day, just those 15, 20 seconds of focusing on what do I see? Uh, what do I hear? What do I feel, you know, emotionally or physically? Um, what can I, can I smell? And what are the scents? And, and, and what is the um, taste of things? Because memory, memory is connected to scent. And there's nothing more that evokes memory than, than scent. So if you want to remember a moment in time the best thing is to focus on your senses and especially scent because um, our memory in our brain is connected to our scent in our nose and our taste of food is connected to our nose so we may not think that our nose is so important but it is it's, it's really important to to memory to life all our senses and that's how our brain extracts the meaning out of life because people go through life saying what's the meaning of life do i just you know hatch match and dispatch um no we create memories we like this canvas and we create the memories we put the interpretation on those memories we give the perspective you know and so that's the the beauty of being a human but we've made it into a problem because we want TV, television, the internet to provide all those sensory stimulations. But that's an imposition on the free will of being a human. Because if you go outside now and you take 10 people, you put them in the same place and you ask them, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you smell? And what do you taste? those 10 people you will probably give you different answers maybe one or two will give you the same answers but what is the perception that they've put on that smell or the perception of what they see you know that's where humans are so beautiful and so creative and innovative and that's where life life begins and that's where life becomes beautiful i love that and i think that's so true you mentioned with you know your senses and taking in the world and mm. i think like it's what and, and creating memories and how that manifests in us and in life and it's like as you were saying that i was thinking about you know restaurants i've been to or places i've been and the smells and when you're when you're considering those things that you mentioned you know sight smell um, etc you really absorb you know more you absorb what's going on around you and that experience more and like if you sometimes smell a certain fragrance or whatever it can tie you back to that memory or you taste something um because sometimes it's happened where you you can smell something and then you're like, oh that reminds me of 
mm. XYZ or a certain person or whatever. Um, so, and as you mentioned, like in life, people, they're, they're seeking this sensory overload through, um, what's the right word? Means through like a device or like the internet or certain things. I mean, there's nothing wrong going on your phone, but there has to be that balance. There has to be that balance. But if people are demanding those senses, that sensory, um, those senses to be filled through that, then it's mm. not too good. And then that creates other issues. But like there are, it's far more effective to go out into, you know, real life scenario and to have yeah. that experience. Yeah. Yeah, because what you know the purpose of having eyes having a nose having a mouth having ears and having hands i mean if anybody forgets five four three two one just think of the appendages on your face your eyes your nose your mouth your ears and then your arms and your hands your hands are an extension of your five senses um you know i did reflexology and i taught reflexology and i did the um the deeper, I did an advanced study in reflexology and, and each finger represents a part of the brain. For example, the thumb is the thinking ability. The, the middle finger is the doing, um, the emotional. The, the third finger is what you do. <clears throat> the fourth finger is your relationships and friendships. And the last finger is, is, is your family. And these are all extended. That's why our arms run all the way through the vagus vein to our senses. So. Um, even though we're using these senses, we've got to use these, we've got to use our hands. And that's why if we're not working, if we're just sitting and you're taking in from the media and you're just using your eyes, maybe your ears to hear the, 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 the audio, you're not, I mean, there's no way you can smell anything on the internet. There's, there's just no way that they've learned to convey scent through the internet. And there's, you can get sensations from the internet, but when you're using your hands and you're making something, um, you're making, you're baking, you're cooking, you, you're doing art or you, you're cleaning or you, you're making something better. When you're using these, you're stimulating the nerve endings, which will stimulate the senses in your head which is related to those five senses in your body. So, Adam, it's so important that people get up and they move around, but not only move around, that they start using their hands to create. And that's why it's good to have a hobby that's creating. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's really, really true. And, I, you know, I can definitely identify with that. And, you know, my, my day job, I work in an office, so I'm in an office nine to five, mm -hmm. and majority of clients I talk to are over the phone. And right. you know, when I, when I'm on my break, I notice the difference. I feel, you know, just getting up out of the chair, moving around, um, getting outside, being in the sunlight. Yeah. You know, I I recognize that in my side. It's like a thermostat, isn't it? Really, I think you have to recognize when there's time to get up or there's time to go outside and I mean that's really key like you said we have to you know be be stimulated from what's going on around us being in nature move you know that movement and we're not really designed to stay stationary all the time so I think it's you know it's definitely key what you mentioned it's interesting what you said about you know the fingers because yeah. <laughs> sometimes if I I can feel like tension sometimes, yeah. not recently, but sometimes yeah, and I get it in random places in like your finger, and you kind of think, well, why is my that? You know, it might just be a random finger, and you think, well, why is that like feeling mm. that way? So yeah. it it kind of makes sense. Yeah, and, and you said something interesting that you know that's very rare. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy you brought that up that you are aware when you need to get up when you need to stimulate or you need to use 
you know, that now moment to be present. Not many people are aware of that. They're not mindful of it. And so if there is anyone listening right now and, and, and they, they're not mindful of when they should get up or they're in the habit of sitting for hours and hours, you can actually set your alarm. Um, and this is really important because you, you will add a dimension to your life if you do get up and you do use the 54321 method and you do start creating memories out of nothing and making your life richer because no one else is going to do it for you. And, and what we do as humans, we're waiting on the external, we're waiting for other people. And this is what taught me when I lost Don, because all my family, most of my family is in South Africa. Um, I lost Don, we went into COVID. I had nobody around me. And I don't have children, I don't have family here. Um, I was so isolated and so alone. And all I had was my own ability to create a sense of being and connection and you do that through connecting with the outside world like you said making those memories and so I have the most beautiful memories I can tell you now this with honesty of heart my most beautiful and connected memories was during COVID Everyone was going, I hate COVID, I hate the isolation. And I was going, I'm loving, I mean, I don't love the fact that we had COVID and people were dying, but I love the fact that it taught me how to have isolation, but still mm. be connected and not mm. and not allow it to, to break you. Yeah. So there's a lot of people out there who's isolated. There's a lot of people who don't have families. There's a lot of people who are alone. There's a lot of people who just stay indoors. Please use this method. It is life-saving. You go out and just not go out and move, but actually be mindful of what you're hearing, what you're seeing, what you're feeling. And, and, and you know when a baby is, is, is crawling? You know, they put everything in their mouth and they feeling because that's the way they, they, they feel because on their tongue, it's the most sensitive part of their body at that point in time because they haven't developed um, proper nerve endings and the ability to use sensory engagement with their hands yet because they, 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 their mobility and their cognitive brain hasn't developed in that area. So everything goes in the mouth. So they feel everything with the mouth. Well, I'm not saying go out there and, and taste everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm saying actually use your hands more to feel surfaces to, 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 we, we've stopped feeling and, and, and using our hands to, to be connected. So feel surfaces, feel different things and, and, and be mindful of what it's creating inside of you. Yeah, most definitely. And I think it's 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 really fascinating, isn't it? How we work as humans, how we're wired, how we grow, you know, babies, how they develop. Um, you know, you mentioned here yeah, my dog's barking. Um, you mentioned like creation, barking. Creation. Yeah, great, yeah, like noise. So, you know, so there's different things that all tie into our experience. And like you said, for feeling isolated in COVID. Mm. was something that you was able to grow within and I think a lot of people in that period you know were seeking things external ex yeah. ex external and, and happiness and things and relying on things that are external and yes we have to connect with the outside world and other people but you know we kind of have you know everything within us as well but you said like you know what you've used in your situation yeah I, I was reading I don't know if you've ever read the book of oh he was in one of the concentration camps oh uh Victor, Frank, Frank, is it, Frankel yeah that's it Victor Frankel isn't it yeah yeah uh man search for meaning I, I started reading it actually I've got it yeah I I read that so many times um 
you know, during the last three years. And, and one of the things that just has been branded and tattooed on my heart is that I don't know if you've got to that point where he only had a piece of bread. He had nothing and he had a piece of bread in his pocket and he was saving it. You know, he was hungry, he was starving and he was just saving it. It was full of mold, but he was still saving it for what he would call a rainy day. And he found meaning in the fact that he kept that bread in his pocket, which gave him hope that today is not as bad as maybe the future would be. And it was his way of, of surviving. And that's what's beautiful about the human body is it's got this survival mode deeply entrenched in every cell, in every organ. And if we dig deep, if we ever go through another world war or God forbid, or any tragedy or anything, my utmost pleading with anyone out there is to, to find the survival mode within yourself and not only just to survive but to find the pleasure in that and that's what these last three years have taught me that's what COVID has taught me that if you look within and you use whatever you've got with from within if you haven't got anything external it's taken away from you it's, it's your dignity anything just go within. There is something in there. I don't know what it is. I call it the feminine energy because I'm female. I'm sure males have it. All the gut instinct, but just go within and 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 find that little spark that'll just keep you going, and ignite that. Infuse into that little spark every little thing you see, hear, feel, and just make it grow every second of your life because that will make you radiate and be beautiful and then you can help other people yeah no i love that and i think it's what we have to do isn't it? we have to go within and really go deep and uh you know use that light that we have within as that spark to push yeah. through you know that whatever yeah. darkness is kind of thrown at us it's drawing from that isn't it and i think you know we all have that within us really it's making that choice and deciding to use that you know to push forward i love that push forward because whenever i'm going through a hard time i always use the word push because it stands for persevere under severe hardship and, and that's, that's all it is. You don't have to move mountains. You don't have to move the problem. Just keep pushing, pushing in whatever way you can to get through that. And, and when you look at humans today, I think the majority of people do do that. You know, we're not, we, I, some people's tenacity, endurance is, is phenomenal. And we can only learn from them. And this is what these podcasts do, isn't it? We're learning from different people in different ways on mm. how they've done it and if we can take that as a collective mm. write it down and and take even if somebody doesn't remember the whole podcast today just take one thing mm. you know just take one thing from the podcast and 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 massively implement it right now as we finish massively implement that one thing and that if you're consistent that's pushing that's persevering, that's persevering under severe hardship. Mm. No, I love that. And I think it's so true, isn't it? You know, we, we have to implement things and put them in place. And, you know, I think there's a lot of goodness and a lot of, you know, good advice that is in this episode that we've just been um, recording. And, you know, I, feel, I think people will benefit a lot from, you know, this episode and, I just want to like you know thank you for being being on here and, and sharing your story and and having this conversation and like where can people find you on social media your website that kind of thing yes my website is www.champagnelifecoaching.com 
and you can find me on Champagne Life Coaching on Facebook, um, Champagne Life Coaching on LinkedIn, as well as my handle, the same on Instagram. Um, but of course, if anybody wants any more details, they can contact you and I'd love to give you my details and you can pass them on. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I'd love to do that. And, I, you know, to keep up the awesome work, what you're doing, it's, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you and I think you're doing a great job and, you know, we'll have to do this again sometime and, you know, look forward to it. I love that because Adam, you know, there's so much I got to, I've got more to share with the community. And um, what I love about your work is that you are so diverse. You, 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 you help so many people out there and you are so willing to um, give people this knowledge through your platform, which is an amazing platform. And thank you. I'm honored. And it's been a pleasure. And you are an amazing person. Thank you so much. That's really, really lovely to say. And it really means a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for you being on here. And, you know, I think it's a great way to put out the you know, positive content, isn't it? And, you know, I, you know, I'm happy to be on your show. If you want, you want me on yours or if you ever want to do anything on your side. Yes, yeah. I'd, I'd love, I love you too. It's going to be all females, but I think... When it comes from, it's not about gender, when it comes from a place of experience and a place of genuine sincerity, that's when we touch people's hearts. Because at the end of the day, whatever gender we are, we're human, isn't it? Yeah, 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 most definitely, definitely. And um, yeah, no, I look forward to it. And, you know, I hope you have a great weekend and uh, look forward to connecting with you again. And as one of your posts said on your Instagram yeah. story, it's Friday and it's Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so thank you very much, and the same to you. Have a wonderful weekend, and thank you. all the, all the positive vibes going out to you. And please, you. Um, please try five four three two one and give me feedback. Yeah, yeah, I will do, and I'll I'll tell other people about it as well and show them this episode. I'm so happy. Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Got it. Adam, got it. Adam, got it. Parsivity, 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 parsivity,